Let's go. We are Bliss Radio. When they when they come in as a guest, special guest, everyone. <laughs> That's right. Just like we promised. I'm so excited. I can't wait. As episode number two of the second week of us releasing two episodes, man. It, it's people are gonna start two? asking for three episodes a week, bro. They're gonna start. We'll cross that bridge when they, we get there. They're gonna brother. start, brother. I'm just saying. Those roll. comments are coming through. We're gonna roll up the sleeves and we're just gonna get through exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. You guys are gonna get tired of us talking. We're gonna be sitting here at the studio. And we're just gonna be looking at each other. Me and Oz like. All right, well, we talked about what you did yesterday. What would you do this morning? <laughs> he brushes his teeth from left to right, people. Who does that? Who uh, does that? Left to right and up and down motion. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What kind of podcast am I on? Oh, whoa, ladies is. and gentlemen, like we promised, we have our second special guest here on Coffee and Records on Bliss Radio. It is a true honor when I say this. It is a very big honor. Uh, I know... I know that a lot of people are going to be like, how the hell did these guys get this guy on the radio? Well, you guys, I had to do some things that I'm not proud of, but, you know, he's here. And it's part of my probation. It's my community service hours. Don't get crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here next to me, he, again, and I will say this, and I sound like a broken record, but it is a true honor to have him right next to me. Absolutely, Um, it is. He has done over he has over thousands of hours on the live radio. Uh, he has over a thousand events under his belt, ladies and gentlemen. This is Davey. Hello. D. Hello. Yay. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Wait, I want the hand claps. Yes. That's right, folks. That's right, folks. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, fellas. I'm sitting here. The studio is packed with audience today. When you said, uh, how did we land him? I'm thinking, oh, yeah, it's part of my community service. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have do that brick that one time. Oh, <laughs> no, man. No, no. Fellas, can I just start by saying this is, um, I-, I told my wife, I said, guess what? I'm, I'm going to get interviewed today. Whereas normally I do the interviewing right. you know, over my career. And uh, I'm really excited to be part of not just the podcast, but this journey that you guys have been on. What are we, episode? Episode 17. 17. I remember before it even started. And there was not even one episode. And you had this plan. And we're going to do this. And I can't wait to do that. And Oz is going to come here tonight at 7.30. And I yep. thought, let me watch what happens here with these guys. Here we are, 17 17 later. episodes, brother. 17 episodes. Well, I appreciate you guys for having me. I and truly do. We thank you for all the guidance. And we thank Sal for all the support uh, yes. here. And transforming this part of the office into the studio. Yeah, there needs to be some visuals. I know you yeah. guys are into the whole podcast thing, but you got to start recording this uh, video and, we, and put it out there. We are. Yep. We are. Yep. We're, we're slowly getting the uh, equipment to start recording live, you guys. And like I said, we're not doing nothing special. We, we're, we can't do uh, backflips or anything like that just because our bodies are not meant for that people right now whoever's listening right now there's no backflips gonna happen at no time during this podcast none of us are doing backflips you don't know that i could start doing some backflips davy yeah if you got rear-ended there it is (laughs) backflips well ladies and gentlemen it is a true honor once again and davy yep thank you for being here of course thank you for making the time you're a super super busy man let's get it uh right off the bat brother how has your journey been since you started in the music industry? Mm. How has it been? And how long have you been in it? So, for those, so 
We know Davey. We personally know mm-hmm. Davey. I know uh, I, I spent countless hours uh, on the phone with him, in person with him. But for those that don't know, Davey, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, man. Born and raised in New Orleans. Um, I've been on the air, right? Go, go. Terrestrial. Go ahead. I just want to say go to Tigers. Yeah, right. LSU. Uh, listen, on the air, um, terrestrial radio, um, 34, going on 35 years. Um, started mixing um, 17, 16, 17. So a long time, 52. I don't mind sharing any of that stuff. I'm I'm okay with all my grays. I'm okay with all my creaks when I walk. I'm okay with all that. But I will tell you that from the time I started to where we are now, I still get excited when I plug my headphones in. I still get excited when I turn the microphone on, right? One of the things that I've always said, and I, 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 it's just a motto, it's a creed. I really am thankful and full of gratitude to be able to help people make memories. My life consists of moments and memories so that people can tell their story. And that's not just for weddings or events or hosting uh, companies, parties. And it's everything in my life. It's if I'm going over to coffee, if it's I'm at a, it doesn't matter. How can I make someone's day better? And in return, selfishly, even if they don't know it, how can I get something out of it as well? That's the key for me. So my journey is the same now as it was in the beginning because I still get excited doing it every day. Man, that is awesome. Every day. And, and, and even the, 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 the you, you said thousands of hours and thousands of hours, you couldn't calculate. You couldn't calculate how many events or how many hours or how many people I've spoken to through all the cities I've been. Um, and, and, and listen, I'll take you on that journey. Started in New Orleans, moved to, to Phoenix in 88 yeah 88 into 89 i was 18 years old um went back to new orleans new orleans to sacramento i was in sacramento for a few years then i went back to phoenix phoenix back to sacramento sacramento for about 18 years sacramento to visalia visalia to vegas vegas back to visalia and now i'm at uh, y101 in fresno right? Right, right still doing radio but throughout all the cities throughout all of the uh the the, the journey if you mm-hmm, will mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just reiterate it one more time. If you lose the passion for what you do, whether you're a carpenter, whether you are a manager of a retail store, whether you're a mechanic, whatever, if you lose the passion, you've lost your identity in why you do what you do. Yeah, You have to have passion every day when you do what it is that you're called to do. Nice. Yeah, you're absolutely right because if you start you lose it, you don't put your 100 into it. Yep. And I honestly feel that sometimes I sometimes I myself sometimes do feel like the passion slowly goes away because of whatever else is going on. Mm-hmm. But then I surround myself with you guys. You mm-hmm. guys uh, inspire me, especially you, Davey. Uh, I've given you hundreds of calls where I'm like, "Hey man, I'm just feeling a little bit of brain fog and we work through it and yeah we get right back to it and speaking of you interviewing and talking to many people in your career and radio or even in DJing mm-hmm. uh one person that can really stick out to you that 
it has that when you talk to them it changed your vision of the way artists live or the way uh music is wait what was the question tell me is I, there one person you is saying? there one person is there that one person sticks out to you that when you spoke to them it yeah. really made you uh, see a couple. You 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 know people ask me all the time, um, who's the coolest person or who's the biggest jerk or whoever. I will tell you, one of the most out of body experiences I ever had in my life. I was young. I was working in Phoenix at a station called Y Y ninety five, and Easy E was performing on the show. I was the mixer at the radio station, and um, I was backstage. Most people think backstage is this, this real cool thing and, oh, get backstage passes. Can I just tell y'all what backstage is like? <laughs> Please do. Please do. <laughs> yep. It's nothing. It really is nothing. <laughs> the, the artists are in their room and they're, they're on their phones and it's nothing. It's not a party. It's not some wild thing. Anyway, we're in the back area and, and I was eating a hot dog. I was sitting down on like in a parking lot and you know those cement so your car can't pull too forward what do they call like uh, a, a little uh, park bumps like, like a like a, a bump yeah we'll yeah, call it park that right uh, so you can't get park chops is that what it's called no parking chalk oh oh that. I'm, I'm thinking about food now yeah <laughs> and listen when it comes to food jr's your dude i got you <laughs> um anyway i'm sitting on one of those and i looked up and here comes easy like like really easy e and my heart started racing i thought oh my god here comes easy e so he says hey can i sit down here and you guys there was a thousand feet of places he could sit and i said yeah and he sat down and i said oh man what's up easy he says no 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 eric and I said, absolutely not. Could you imagine? Yeah. And I said, no way. I'm not calling you Eric. And he goes, no, it's Eric. And when we, we're eating hot dogs, and, and he says, uh, what is your name? And I had a lanyard on, right? A backstage pass lanyard, the radio station. And he says, uh, what do you do? I said, oh, I'm the mixer. And he goes, oh, thank you for playing our music. Thank you for your support. And as we're eating, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you know, you you straight out of Compton. I mean, you you know, you it's easy E, right? right? The police, whatever. Now, whatever. Right, right. And I thought oh, this is not happening. And I, I was 19 years old. It was I was 20, maybe mm -hmm. 20. Um, so I remember that day because of what I thought he was and what he turned out to be. Right. It's not that he gave me any kind of advice that was uh, life changing for me. It was that he said thank you. Right. And you would never expect this this so-called gangster um, t t guy to be that. And and he literally said thank you. And 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 I, I'll never forget that because it taught me. No matter where you are in your journey, no matter what you've done, what you've accomplished, who you've interviewed, how many people, how many hours, it's the one person when you least expected that's going to come to you and say, hey, I listened. Hey, you changed the trajectory of my life. Hey, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't. Hey, one day I was listening and you said, right, it's that. Here, I'll give you an example. There's been a few people in my life, artists, um, that I had a chance to meet and people for that matter that I had a chance to meet and um, when I got a chance to get next to them physically literally next to them to speak to them um, all I wanted to do was say thank you here two that just jump right out at me right okay. um, um, 
it was the it was the tour with um, Eminem and um, Snoop and Dre. What was it a few years ago? The not the Chronic tour. Oh, jeez, Louise. I think it was the no 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 not no, the no, no, no 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 it'll come to me uh-huh. but magic johnson was a backer of this tour uh-huh. and we were in phoenix and magic johnson was standing backstage by himself no one around him and i just walked right up next to him and he's exactly what you would think 200 feet tall just this gigantic <laughs> enormous man and i stood next to him i didn't make eye contact with him i just was looking straight ahead and he kind of looked down. I could see him out the corner of my eye looking down on me, right? And I said, Mr. Johnson, uh, I don't want anything from you. I don't want an autograph. I don't need a picture. I'm not a rapper. I'm not trying to get you any music. I don't want you to invest in anything. I just wanted to come here and tell you thank you. My childhood wouldn't be the same without you, Larry Bird. Lakers, Celtics, right, right. and you could see that smile that you've seen on TV. It's an, it's real. Smile, yeah. It's real. And he says, "All right, all right. Now that's how you do it. That's how you do it." <laughs> and then he shook my hand and he hugged me and I, and, and I said, I, "I truly don't want anything from you. I just want to say thank you, Mr. Johnson. I appreciate you. I really, really do. Thank you." Oh my man, that's how you do it. Because so many times people just yeah. bombard them. Man, can you help me yeah. out? My kid's mm-hmm. a basketball player. You have any advice for him? Right. And every once in a while, same thing with a, a, a reggae artist. His name is Lucky Dubé. I lost my dad in 05 and he came to Sacramento and um, he was on the tour bus and um, I waited. It was raining and I waited outside the tour bus like I was waiting for Justin Bieber or something. I was just fanboying. But right. he sang a song called Remember Me and it was about his dad. And I just wanted to tell him thank you, right, for this song. It kind of helped save my life, literally. Mm-hmm. And um, music has saved my life. And maybe we'd segue into that if you want. I don't care. Um, but when he got off the bus, he's a short guy. Um, and I just said, uh, Mr. Dubé, you know, I just wanted to say thank you. And I explained he stopped. And I said, look, we're in Sacramento, California. And all of the weeks you spend away from your family to come and perform for people like me, just know that in Boca Luca, Mississippi, or Sacramento, California, there's someone like me who needed you at a time in their life, and I just wanted to say thank you. So I think more than someone telling me anything that was life-changing, I think that I sought out and created um, my own when it came to certain people, situations, moments in my life. And for me to be able to say thank you is way more valuable than for someone to have spoken into my life because the people who helped me get to where i am you guys would never know catfish cooper dancing dave hansen right you no one would know those names so it doesn't do me any good to start rattling off names you know what i mean right but 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 just know that there are people who took time to help me like i then in return try to help my people that's absolutely true here's what my dad told me one time he said son this gift that you have doesn't belong to you This is not your gift. God loaned it to you Mm -hmm. and you can't hoard it. You can't keep it for yourself. You have to give it away, son. No one will remember you for what you had. They will remember you for what you gave. You've got to give it all away. If you don't give it all away, son, you have done a disservice. So it's when, when I believe when people stop taking themselves so seriously, 
right? When people stop believing maybe the hype of the crew that they surround themselves with or the family members who tell them how great they are all the time, it might be true. But then what? Yeah. Once you're the best in your family or once you're the best in your crew, now what? Exactly. If you don't give it back, if you don't share it, if you don't leave it all out there, exactly. You've you've done a disservice to 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 the blessing, to the universe. Yep. Right? Yeah. Man. That's it. Wow, I'm this powerful uh, that, words. That, that, right those here. those are powerful words and to like piggyback on that, I was just mentioning to you moments ago that the mentors don't select their disciples. Mm-hmm. That, that's the correct word I was looking for earlier. And that's so true. And when, in my experience, mentoring in the military and everything, mm-hmm. people came up to me, hey, sorry, this, sorry, that, thank you so much. And they went on their way. They, they transferred, they moved on mm-hmm. to back to wherever they were mm-hmm. stationed at. And through the training and, and mentorship that I provided them, I didn't seek them to be my disciples. They chose me. They mm-hmm. looked at me somehow and they found something found worthy something to, to model, right? Absolutely. Again, I, I could drop names to you guys, but you wouldn't know them. But one you might, or one if someone's listening can research. Uh-huh. There's a brother named Ebro Darden, and he does mornings at Hot 97. I was going to say that. that name in, sounds in very New familiar. York, right? And he also was on Apple Music, and he's got his own show on Apple Music. Um, and he is he is a player in 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 the game of music entertainment, right? He is he is somebody in society's view of making it, mm-hmm. right? Ebro was my intern. He answered my phones in Sacramento. He he was a high school kid when I found him. And I, I need to tell you, probably him more than, uh, and there's been a few, there's been several, but Ebro, that he's parlayed his career into where he is now, is one of the greatest um, feelings for me because I poured it all into him. But in return, what he poured back into me was equally as valuable, right? And, and, and he, he took what he learned, not just from me, but what we learned together. And he's made a really wonderful life for himself, right? I mean, again, he's, he is serious in the game of music and entertainment and radio. And uh, again, Apple, he's got his own show on Apple Music. And, so and, cool. and, it, and his name is Ebro, right? Uh, amazing guy, a tremendously amazing guy. But the gratitude that I have for him for what he gave me, even though he didn't think he was, is immeasurable. Mm-hmm. I just will always go back to, look, we, we talk about it all the time. We all play the same songs, right? This is how we do it. We, we all play the same songs, right, right? right? If there's a new song, someone might have the courage to play it first and not be worried about getting embarrassed because no one's dancing, whatever. I'm talking about DJs. But it's what we do when the music stops, mm-hmm. it's how we interact and react with people, guests, listeners, whatever it is in the in the streets. Someone say, "Hey, I listen to you." And if you don't take a moment, talk to them, embrace them, engage with them, then shame on you. And there's a lot of people again who believe the hype of everything that's been said about them, and that's the disservice. 
we're in the service industry right we, we we create think about that people work all week and then go to the club because they want to escape that nine to five they want to escape that uh that 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 just do 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 week you know and then <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. it's the same thing and we control those moments those nights so that, i think that makes a lot of sense I, I i think back to your question more so than a person it's it's all people right it's at all times that's what i've gotten out of my journey right the, the that i've taken advantage not literal advantage but i've taken advantage of all of the blessings all of the opportunities uh that have been afforded to me and given to me and, and shared with me and i've never taken them for granted i've never ever taken advantage of someone for my personal gain ever and that means that my reputation is intact one thing i am absolutely certain of there is no one that i've ever worked with and or through mm -hmm. that could ever come back and say man great guy but let me tell you what he did me one time i say that with the utmost of confidence on record because this is going to go out to the uh -huh. universe oh, yes it is <laughs> right so but, but he's absolutely right everybody and like how he said and going back to what his dad said he has something that he truly truly gives back to everybody he wants you to have everything he has and then some and more i want you to have more he, i want i want people to have more than i ever accomplished i want people to experience like when someone says to me how did you do that i remember asking myself to the, my mentors back in the day what how did they get on stage in front of 50,000 people and not literally have a heart attack you know, I can remember <laughs> those days, right? Until one day, I just stood out in front of 50,000 people. You know what I did one time in Phoenix? True story. We, we, were, at a, we were at a baseball field. We, the radio station I worked for, uh, Power 92, had this huge concert, maybe 4th of July, who knows? And it was like 60,000 people. Wow. I'm going to tell you the year it was. You remember the song, take your shirt off and spin it around your head like a helicopter. <laughs> that song was hot at the time. JR don't know that song. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, the young buck North right Carolina. That's oh, right. Yeah, North yeah, that's Carolina. A, that's a, uh, uh, um, I don't know who it is. I couldn't tell you who it is. I don't know. But I know this. My son is 23 now. His name is Marley. And he was a little boy at the time. He was probably two. And he took off his shirt and, and and so it was around that time, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got on the stage, sixty thousand people. There was a, a gap between artists, and they were getting rowdy. And they said, "Yo, you got to go out there and stall. Give us some time." And I remember going out. I told the light guy, "Shine the light directly on me, right in the middle of the stage." And I went out, and all I did was stand there and go, "Shh." <laughs> And I shushed 60,000 people. It was dead <laughs> quiet. Man. Dead quiet. And then when it was over, when, I, when you could literally hear nothing. And I said, I just want to see if I could do that, you guys. <laughs> I just want to see if I could do that. And they're like, rah! But I, I needed to stall. I needed to stall for a few minutes. Okay. Right? And, and that was my way. And, but I will tell you, I remember that moment because... My heart was, and I don't know why I did it. I don't know what made me think to do something uh -huh. like that. That's crazy. <laughs> Who does? What? That's crazy. <laughs> but I know this that it, I just went and I thought, shh, shh, shh. 
And then what happened was everyone started going, hold on. Like I have a major announcement or something like, oh, okay, here, the Destiny's Child's coming on, whoever it was at the time, you know what I mean? So I I just believe in taking full advantage of every moment, every opportunity. And and, and because believe me, I had a friend one time, Todd Smith, I don't know, man. There was a "woe is me" moment, and I didn't have any money, and 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 I, I was I was complaining, and 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 I remember he looked at me, and what I wanted him to say was, "Oh, I know, bro. I feel you, man. Uh, I needed a little empathy. I needed a little. Okay. Oh, you want me to tell you what he told me? He looked me square in my face, and he said, "You know what? People would love to have your problems." And I remember thinking, "Oh my God! Think about that. No matter where you are in your life." There is someone who would love to have your problems, yep. whether you can't pay bills, health, whatever it is you're going through. Mm-hmm. Somebody would trade spots with you In just like that, just like that. And that's how I've my career is that when when I'm not the best mixer, I'm not the best MC and host. You're going to hear me reference my dad a lot. And mm-hmm. those who know me know, right? I yep. lost my dad in 05. Seriously, th- 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 we don't have time. That's a whole nother podcast. But my dad would tell me all the time, not just it's not your gift, mm-hmm. but don't be great at one thing, son. Be good at a lot. Everyone is replaceable, but everyone's not expendable. Yep. Let me say that, that again. Everybody's replaceable, but not everybody's expendable. And that is the, that's the, 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 everything in my life was a lesson. My dad would teach me lessons, but I apply those to my career and go back to it. I'm not the best mixer. I'm not the best host. I'm not the best MC. I'm not the best anything. I'm not. But what I do have is over the years, I've developed the ability to have the confidence in myself. See, there's a difference between confidence and conceit. Right? Some people live their life conceited and they believe, again, going back to it, everything, you're the best. Oh, my homeboy's the, uh, you got to see my homeboy. That's great. But when you have confidence that far outweighs conceit, when you go through your life trying to serve others and give back to everyone else, then you don't have time to live your life in some fantasy that you think you are the best. Right? Well, I was 19. I got my first set of business cards and I called my dad from the radio station because there was no cell phones back then. And I said, hey, yo, pop, are you at the shop? My dad was a sheet metal guy. And he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I'm, I'm going to come by. I need to show you something, pop. You're not going to believe this, pop. You're not going to believe it. He <laughs> says, well, come on. Let's go get some lunch. Yeah. So I rushed over there to the shop and it was a box. You know, they come 500 in a box, right? Uh-huh. And, and, and I had one in my pocket and I had the box and, and, uh, and, and, and I, my dad wore glasses. And I know this is a podcast you can't see, but uh, I got to his desk sweating. He's in the shop all day sweating in the New Orleans humidity. And I said, pop, check this out. And I put the business card on the desk and I slid it to him. And he says, he picked it up and he says, oh, look at this. Davey D, radio, what? Radio on-air personality, Q93, what? Look at you, big shot. Let me see. Davey D, radio on-air personality, Q93. Man, you are somebody, huh? Look at you, big shot. (laughs) And then he paused and he put it back on the desk and slid it across back to me and he says, this don't mean nothing. And I remember I couldn't breathe because my dad was 
my hero. And I said, what? And he said, son, listen to me. If you need a piece of cardboard with your name on it to tell people who you are, you're not doing it right. You need to walk into a room and someone say, hey, that's, um, oh my God, what's his name? That's the, um, that's, um, that's the dude, that's the guy, uh, full stop. It doesn't matter who you are. Mm -hmm. It matters how you made someone feel. Yep. It matters how you took them from their misery, whatever it is they're going through. So he says, you don't need people to know who you are. You need people to remember how they made you made them feel, son. You don't need a business card to tell people who you are. I never owned a business card since. Now, Sal's got them right, right at the right, shop because right. we're giving out information and numbers. But exactly. I never ordered more business cards and never in my radio career have I ever got more business cards because I wanted to be the guy who they didn't know, but they absolutely remembered. I, going to that, to your statement, my favorite advice you've given me and you've shared with all of us and I, correct me if i'm wrong but did you get this from your dad you have to be okay with being oh 100 just so i and again oz goes by dj oz i go by dj jr perez yeah, yeah. uh davy goes by davy d mm -hmm. davy once told me you have to be okay with just being junior you have to be just okay with just being junior listen my government name is david hickman I, you listen just who cares right my, my radio name is he got davy. real right now yeah my, my radio <laughs> name is davy and i remember my dad telling me it all comes from my dad just let me just be honest with you all of it comes from my dad and i remember my dad telling me one time he says listen son you got to be okay with being david you 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 can't go through your life being davy because davy is fictional mm -hmm. davy is a piece of a part of your personality but david is who you are davy is what you do david is who you are let me say that again davy is what you do david is who you are right yeah and that in and of itself was a great lesson for me because i i i realized really early on that here's what you guys you you've really never seen me in your life where my name anywhere on my body nope ever that's true one time sal we're gonna put our names not me you 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 can't put davy on anything I, I would never wear it it's just not what i do and i'm not against it and i'm all for someone who wants to have it but for me i would rather not i, I don't go to events you've been to how yep. many events with me oh i don't grab the microphone Tons. and say hey i'm david eve what he, he you guys he does not people i i've witnessed it day and day out every single time Oz. every single time people come up to I, i'll share this one right here real quick about maybe five six years ago davy we, we've known each other um yeah maybe five, five years the very first time the very first time I met Davey was at a Target and I fanboyed no, out. No, no, the, 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 the first time <laughs> we met was, remember when you was DJing and, and, and then, and then we went to that after party. Nah, I just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Target. I'm joking. But it was, it was Target and I, and I fanboyed out. He was walking with his wife and he just walked by and I said, 
oh my god i'm like hey you're you're davy d mm-hmm. he goes yeah hey what's up man hey what, what are you buying he literally went to that what are you getting and i told him hey <laughs> i know i know so and so we have a mutual friend blah blah mm. blah he goes oh yeah i've heard Bob. and then he goes you live around here that was it we didn't talk about nothing but what we were getting at mm-hmm. target target's your spot target's my spot and that was it. and you guys every single time people come up to him and they tell him your voice they know the voice mm. they're like you're you're why don't you say it i saw that on friday the, it's the, the, never gonna happen the guy came up to you and he said why don't you tell him mm-hmm. it happens all the time or oh, if i'm ordering food right my kids they used to get a kick out of it they'd say oh, hey welcome to uh, the burger king yeah let me get a um Hey, are you the radio guy? And now they can, you know, they got the cameras now, so you can see yeah. it. You know what I mean? Um, but but look, I would I would tell you there's there's a number of reasons why, and and and, and probably m- most important is I don't bring it home. I, I don't bring that into my my house to around my kids. I just want to be a good dad. I want to be a good friend. I want to be a good coworker. I want to be a great neighbor. I want to be a good citizen. And 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 I want to be David before I'm Davy, and and that's what has worked for me, right? I I I, uh, I believe with all that I have that people get lost in their own hype, mm-hmm. right? Egocentric. I, I, oh, I, I've had people come up to me. Uh, I'm DJing events and. I've had young guys call me old timer and hey old timer, you know, how long you my friends are better DJ than you and I'm thinking oh that that's cool, tell them to come up. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't you you can come and mix and do whatever you want to do, but I know what you can't do. Mm-hmm. You can't do it all. That's right. Right. Look, here's a great here's a great example of how I've lived my life. You remember in Rocky. When, when Apollo Creed and Rocky fight those couple of times, I don't know what it, which one it was. Rocky 2, mm-hmm. 8, 12, whatever. Doesn't matter. Rocky and Apollo Creed fight. Rocky finally beats Apollo Creed. Rocky fights the Russian. So the Russian Rocky, whatever one that right, is, right? Right, yes, too, right? right? I, think, I think maybe Rocky loses the first time. Yes. Maybe, right? And then Apollo agrees to train him. And right before they start training, when they're running on the beach and all that stuff, Apollo says to him, paraphrase, I'll do this, but you owe me a favor. Right? That's what he says to Rocky. You owe me a favor. Now, at the time, what am I? 13, 14? But I remember this as almost like the 11th commandment, if you believe in that book. Right? This became a commandment for me. To paraphrase and then to add on to what my dad said about you can't keep the gifts and you got to give them back. So Rocky beats, they, they, they train and, and, and right and, and Apollo Creed is showing him how to box because at the time Rocky was just a brawler. Right. Right. But Apollo taught him how to box. Correct. So at the end of the movie, Rocky wins, he beats the Russian and then it goes dark and then the next scene is they're going into that gym. Right? Really dark gym. Yeah. And it's only Creed and it's only Rocky. And they're going to get into the ring. And paraphrase again, Creed, Creed and Rocky get into the ring and, 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 and Rocky says, Hey, yo, Paulo, you sure you want to do this? And he says, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been waiting a long time for this. 
a man of my integrity, blah, 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 when you beat me, so forth and so on. And, and he says, you look good, stallion. And he goes, hey, yo, you, you taught me everything I know. And then Creed says something to the effect of, but I didn't teach you everything I know. And then they throw the punch and it turns into a painting. It mm -hmm. does. Right? Into the poster. I remember when I saw that, I thought to myself, oh my God, it doesn't matter if you show someone and give someone everything that they get and they know, it'll never be everything that you, because experience is the greatest. When you go through the motions, experience is absolutely the greatest asset that you have. But if you don't give it to everyone in your circle and in your life or that you come in contact with, mm -hmm. then you have, you have ruined the point. And the point is, is you've got to give it back. You have to sow into everyone because in return, you're learning as you do it. And so it doesn't matter who hit who first. It doesn't matter who would win that fight. Without Apollo, Rocky don't beat the Russian. Mm -hmm. And without Rocky, Apollo don't get to get back in the ring. That's correct. And it was a life lesson for me, almost of biblical proportion. It literally changed the trajectory of my life. A Rocky movie, for God's sakes. Right? <laughs> right? Wow. Who? So I, I look for, not to cut you off, I look for those moments in life lessons in everything that I do every single day. Man. Every day. I do that thing with, with music. Joe can tell you I'll, I'll randomly have a an issue or something. This, this, is, this is this song. This song reminds me of this particular thing that mm -hmm. we're doing reminds me of a song mm -hmm. same thing because what when you heard that song it was a moment in your life that created a memory, memory yeah and, and it's part of your story this story because be what you're telling me right now is your story i tell joe my son all the time this song i remember where i was where i played it what i did <laughs> Moments make memories, memories tell your story. But I think that people don't live their life like that. I think people live and they compartmentalize, you know, their lives. When, if it was just one big story, if it was one big movie, right? If you lived your life every day, getting better, doing better, right? They say, if you know better, you do, do better. better. Yeah. And some people don't learn that, right? I've got my children, I don't think I've learned that lesson yet. Cause what? some of them, they keep doing the same thing. <laughs> slowly learning yeah. I think we all do slowly yeah. learning we're all looking at Joe right now <laughs> yeah I'm looking at myself I'm like I'm slowly surely but surely learning yeah but yeah you, 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 I, I listened to the episode when you when you uh, interviewed Sal mm -hmm. and you asked him I think the question was who inspired you who and he mentioned I don't know all the DJs right right so for me it's different for me and I'm not segueing into this because you didn't ask me the question I'm, I'm, I'm getting, gonna make a point here. Mm -hmm. So for me, I could say Herc, right? Because I'm really big in the reggae and Herc's Jamaican and without DJ Herc, there is no, there is no DJing without Herc. Period. The end. I don't care who's listening to this. You can argue and send in comments and threaten my life. Whatever. <laughs> I'm all into Grandmaster Flash. I'm all into Kaz. I'm all into, believe me, if we're going to go name for name and name drop, I'm with you. I got it. We can do it. But that's irrelevant. <laughs> right, right. Right. For me, because I was in radio, I really got a chance to see them in real life. Mm -hmm. Right. So I got a chance to be part of and amongst them. Some of them are a little older than me. But I got a chance to be part of it. That aside, without people like us, 
if we don't give it back to the youngsters who are coming up underneath us, right. then we lose the culture. We lose, we, we lose the craft. We lose the ability to keep it going. Going, yeah. Right? And that that's always going to be my life's mission. My life's mission is, uh, you know, when they say, oh, you never seen a hearse follow a casket. Mm, that's all cool. That's right. You can't take it with you. Yep. But I don't want things. I don't need monetary. I want people to say, this hey. guy sold into my life. Mm-hmm. It's it's all that matters to me. It literally is what gets me up and motivates me to get through the day. How can I sow into someone's life and be of service? All I want to do is serve. I don't need anything. I don't want anything. I don't. I just hosted um, the Tulare, um Oh. At the oh the purse the purse the, the power of the purse the United you Way the United, United Way, United, Way. Yep, and I was that. talking to the president of the United Way and it's the who's who in the community there and I told him I don't I don't want anything I don't want a plaque I don't want you to go get some little trophy I don't need a, a I don't need anything and they're really and I said yes because it's not about me. The, the, the things that they do in our community and the services that they provide and the nonprofits that they keep floating and, 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 and you know, uh, d- d- domestic violence and, and, and helping schools and that's the reward for me, right? And, and look, if you noticed, we've been talking 40 minutes and we've probably spent four of them talking about music and, and, and mixing yep. because in the end, this is just a piece it is. of who and what we are. It's a piece of the puzzle. L- life is. is the greatest gift. They asked Bob Marley one time um, if he was rich. Oh, and Bob Marley this. says, uh, what do you mean rich? I and love the, this. the guy says, do, do, do you have a lot of money? Yeah, I'm going to lower the music so everybody can hear this. Yeah, one. and, 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 and uh, he says, uh, money makes you rich. The guy says, oh, that's a good point. He says, do you have a lot of possessions? And Bob says, possessions make you rich. He goes, what's a lot of money to you? And the interviewer says, uh, say a million. And Bob says, no, I don't have that kind of money. He says, money and possessions don't make me rich. My rich is in life. Life is what makes me rich, right? Possessions and money, and it comes and it goes, and it's fleeting, and sometimes we're up, sometimes we're down. And that's cool. Lessons but, learned. But it's that. the lessons it's the moments in your life where you can look back and reflect and it has nothing to do with pesos. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with dollars. It has nothing to do with any kind of monetary mm-hmm. ever. Yep. Here's how I can prove it. If any one of us got a flat tire on the way home from an event, AAA can't help you. It, does, it doesn't matter but you called on one of us to stop what we were doing and go help that person. Everyone's stopping what they're doing and going to help. Yep. Right? That's relationships. Facts. Right? You, you, my dad would say, here we go. He said, son, your life is no good unless you have all the ships. Relationship, companionship, and friendship. If you're married, think about your wife, whoever's listening. Right? Mm-hmm. Think about your wife. We're all married. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a relationship with them because, well, we're together, right? 
if you exercise the you have a companionship with your spouse mm -hmm. right but if you're not friends it won't work yep but if you're in a relationship and you have a friendship but there's no then you don't have companionship you have to have it all for it to really truly flourish and be fruitful and work and it's the same thing in relationships with people clearly everyone doesn't have relationships with everyone in their life but if you're in a relationship a friendship right and and and, and, and you, you don't give back it doesn't work yeah, you can't have one without the other gotta have them all brother yep you gotta have them all gotta have them all man gotta have them all that's deep man that is deep brother like honestly it's just i didn't even imagine this this segment or his his presence here would lead up to what the knowledge he has or he spoke in this brief 45 minutes david and to answer this and i'm pretty sure our listeners are kind of getting the gist of you take who do you take after your mom or your dad well i take after both right my 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 dad uh got, got me to where i am as far as the the, the business sense and the common sense right mm -hmm. look what bob said marley bob says i don't have education i have inspiration because if i was educated i'd be a fool look i'm 52 i graduated high school and never went a day past high school and i went to a really small school in new orleans and it was not academically <laughs> excellent I, I barely got through school I can't spell. Thank God for Siri. Right. <laughs> I'm being very honest right now. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I'm not dyslexic, but believe me, I, 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 I'm not that guy when it comes to books, when it comes to uh, reading, writing, arithmetic, I am not your guy. I'm just not your guy. But when it comes to common sense and when it comes to what they call it, street smarts, yeah. when it comes to the ability to adapt, to overcome to conquer situations uh, that that's that's what my dad taught me my dad taught me common sense but my mom gave me the confidence to be myself my personality my dad didn't like a lot of attention and and my dad didn't like to be the center of right one one time we went to eat and the guy says oh don't worry about it david d i got you i'm gonna take care of that i, I took my family out to eat and and um my, my dad said go get that check boy and um I said, no, Poppy's going to take care of it. He says, go get that check. So I went, I came back. And again, every, everything was a lesson for my dad. And um, he says, listen, there's three things that you can't never do in life when it comes to people. You can't disrespect a man in front of his family. You can't take advantage of a man's livelihood. And you can't tell a man how to spend his money. He said, this man supports his family with this bill right here son it's okay to every once in a while receive and there'll be gratitude but you have to pay this bill and again you guys it's those lessons that have let me to do what i do now in, as far as music and, and and entertain people when we do events all of it is intertwined right how i talk to brides and grooms mm -hmm. and parents and bridal parties and guests and someone requests a song and it all has to do with this the ability to be able to connect with somebody and 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 give them an experience that they might not otherwise get somewhere else because as djs we talk about it we did a minute ago we all play the same stuff we do just different versions mm -hmm. just different at different times throughout the night but it's what we do in between 
that matters most. It's what we do before and after that matters most. It does. So my dad gave me the common sense, the street smarts, the ability to, 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 to make something out of nothing. And my mom gave me the ability to be okay with being who I am and that confidence to, if you want to go out and dance, go out and dance. My dad was not going out to dance, but my mom would. So a combination of both. Okay. Yeah, a combination of both. Nice, nice. I got to give my mom props. Man. Absolutely, moms. Well, you guys, this is episode 17 with Davey D, and we're going to jump right into the music. I know we haven't really talked about it, and we did get coffee with Davey. <laughs> oh, this is a music podcast. No, oh, it's my a little bad. Bit, no, it's a little bit of everything. My bad. And so, yes, we did go get coffee with Davey. Right. We took him to the human being. He's the first timer to the human being. Yeah, I'm all about, I'm, you know what? I'm all about that bean they put on the top of the glass. Right? I've never been to the, to, the, to the human being. We, honestly, and again, those of you guys who have been listening since episode, I think eight, three episodes ago, four episodes ago, four episodes. No, no, uh, as Coffee and Records, we episode eight, I think was with the first our first Coffee and Records one. Um, we started going to different places to get coffee, and we kind of been stuck on the human being train. Uh, it's we have we found a new kick. <laughs> it's just been a new little kick, but we did go get coffee. We did take Davy went grab the the banana chocolate loaf, and yeah, I'm all about that man. Moment of silence for that. Whew, it was, it was good. good. It, it you. was good. It's, listen, it's like diabetes in a bag. I, I, I got the sugar. I ain't that. I need insulin. Well, you guys, we're going to kick it off right here. Davey D is going to be up in the mix right here. What? And don't forget, we are going to be coming to Twitch live. He's going to be hosting his own show on Twitch here on Bliss Radio. Make sure you guys look out for that. Make sure you guys are following us at Bliss Events Group. Make sure you guys are following DJ Oz at DJ Oz underscore 408. Make sure you guys are following at Bliss Davy D, and make sure you guys are following myself at DJ JR Perez. Davy, I appreciate you-, you guys. Can I can I tell you I'm looking at the clock? Forty nine minutes, 38, 39, 40. I know I'm saying yeah. I, after almost an hour, right? I, I feel like did we do what we set out to do? Did we accomplish what we wanted to accomplish? Did we get questions? Did we get answers? And the answer is no to all of that. Yeah, because sometimes uh, you think it's going to be one thing. And go one way and you totally 100%. But that's that's the uh, adapting, right? That's the it ability is. to adapt and just get through it. So, yes, absolutely. Anyway, well, I appreciate you guys well, very much. Thank appreciate you for being you here with us. And yeah. so, next up is Davey D. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. We are Bliss Radio. I think I need to get back to my roots. Shout out to DJ Oz, Gerald Perez, Coffee and Records. I believe we're episode 17. So thank you for having me for the interview. And I think where I need to go right now is my wheelhouse. I need to go to where my spirit lives. I need to go to where when I wake up every single morning, this is what motivates me to take one foot and put it in front the next, to put it in front the next. So big up reggae music. Let's go. Sing for them, Father. Tell them already we have to tell them again. Hey. Tell them already we have to tell them again. Tell them already we have to tell them again. Them a murderer. Them a murderer. See? Them coming at me here, I want to kill off the youth. No dress up in that jacket and them dress up in that tie. Come a quote house, want to tell feel lies. Them a Tell them already we have to tell them again Tell them already we have to tell them again Cause them up in at them teeth won't come kick out my teeth Come in 
Dress up in no tie. What is the price? I want for my rights. Still my murderer, murderer. You do what? You live the life free. I sing a Never say pull up that now listen when I say pull up we have to start it over and come again because that's just what happens when you're singing some reggae big up half pint sing for them father come again If I need Kamosi was here, him would say what? Keep me rocking with Keep me rocking with me daughter. Yeah. Sing for them. Streets out in the street, they call it murder. When rhythm's passing out your head, out in the street, they call it murder. Come to Jamra, jump where the dogs and jump back. Two pounds of weed in your hand back. Come out, look, come around like tourists on the beach with a few cups sodas. Bedtime stories, and pose like them named Chuck Norris. And don't know the real hard work of sandals and no buckle. The thugs, them we do where them got to. And won't think twice to shot to. Don't make them spot to. Unless you carry guns and lot to. A beer tough thing come at you when chance stone man stop love and lock up traffic. Stop it! With the pin file long and it a bit rapid. Police come in a jeep and them can't stop it. Some say them a play boy, a play boy rabbit. Get drunk like a bad habit. Son of a gunner post stop if you don't have it. Rastafari stands alone. You know the one good thing about reggae music? Now listen to me, people. He's going to sing for you and tell you all about it. Kabaka Pyramid, sing for them father. Reggae music and are good for your soul. Now watch the man say. The music sounds sweet and the people, them a dance. Almost a reggae music, nothing else, no have a chance. Pull up that and come again. Whoa! Fire! See, that's the good thing about reggae music. Listen what he says to you. The people, them a dance. That's what it's all about, reggae music. The music sounds sweet. And, and the people, them a dance. I must the reggae music. Nothing else, no have a chance. 
This a reggae music where the people them defend. None from now till the morning, vibes in all the end. Nothing derogative or strictly message I just send. From your born in all Jamaica, there is no escaping it. Reggae music from the top, it's everybody's favorite. Say you're not gonna feel no pain, even in the bass I eat. This is perfectly natural and no nothing satanic. And if you're born overseas, you need to take a trip. Like a pilgrimage to Mecca, cause we created it. You want to see some real woman, why not them? I said, hey, Mr. DJ, play that one again. What is a reggae music where the people dim the fin? Not from now to the morning, the vibes are not going in. Nothing derogative or strictly message we are seeing. Sing it if you know it. Don Pin say what? No, no, no. Yes, man. You don't love me and I know now. No, no, no. You don't Sometime, on time, on time. 
listen, just in case you don't know, nobody has to know. Nobody nothing knows, say me and you a touch. Nobody nothing knows, say you a give it up. Nobody nothing knows, say you're coming on me yard. Baby, take off your dress. Nobody nothing knows, say me and you a touch. Nobody nothing knows, say you a give it up. Nobody nothing knows, say you come over me yard. Baby, you know me love your body. Every time you come here, I clock you know I'm dream. And I tell me, say I sneak, you a sneak. But from me looking at your eyes, me see the freakiness. Baby girl, make it a leap. And I like, say, me not treat you good. And I like, say, me no go Every time you come on me yard, you a worry, I am on the yard, you yard. Nobody nothing knows, say me and you a touch. Nobody nothing knows, say you a give it up. Nobody nothing knows, say you come over me yard. Baby, take off the drop. Nobody nothing knows, say me and you a touch. Nobody nothing knows, say you a give it up. Nobody nothing knows, say you come over me yard. Baby, Let's do it again How we did it on a one-night stand Girl, I wanna be more than a friend True, yeah Nice to, nice to know you Let's do it again How we did it on a one-night stand Girl, I wanna be more than a friend Come again, my own It was like food for all of my senses Our time price, there's no expenses Like what I do Senses. She had a theme song for her every entrance We had a dinner and a movie Fire up the doobie Grace five from this girl school closer to me I call her baby, she got me boogie Her beauty intelligence really moved me Nice to nice to know you, let's do it again Let me take y'all back to Jamaica Barrington Levy, look what this is It doesn't matter how experienced you are you can never be too experienced. Listen what Barrett and Levy say. Sing for them, Father. She doesn't want me around. She's got something to hide. Pull up that man. We have to pull it up and come again. Sounds so nice. Me want to play it twice. Here it is now. Father Barrett and come again. She doesn't want me around. She's got something to hide. I think she wants someone to take for a ride. But I can tell you, my true experience to be taking for a stroll. New experience for someone.
know me. I want to ask me, man, and crack down me, girl, leave me and see it, that grow me. Who the boy hold me? Him argument throw me. Him girl want blow me to chase and me blow me. Me here now you owe me. A 15 hunting. Me check it out deep down to the ground. My heart, me so I got the boy grudge me. The boy bad mind me. That's why me argument just burn all wrong me. And him big fat sister now young me. He two of them claims that they know me. And them argument throw me, throw me, throw me. That's why they Kill him with the no. Heads are heads are heads are Kill him with the heads are Kill him with the no. Just make up my new your now blow. Heads are Kill him with the no. No boy ain't got no secret for your wobble. Heads are Kill him with the no. Just make up my new your now blow. Heads are Kill him with the no. Tell them say big and say so Me while you skin your teeth and make me see If you're sure from your phone say you never tweet You wanna freak, one man you keep And him never get complaints say you deep You make your bow, you no answer to yo When a one man assembly you chow chow Need up your bro, make a guy know Say him be moving blow out And sing again, heads high, kill them with the know Just make a boy know you not blow Peaches like a bunch of rose. Even all. Oh, this little girl, her name is Maxie. Her peaches like a bunch of roses. If I ever tell you about Maxie, you wanna say I don't know what I know. But pull up that and come again, my you. Listen to me. Reggae music is good for your soul. Even if you don't understand what they're saying, sometimes you just have to get out your comfort zone and you just have to go with the vibe, right? So Shakademus implies they say murder she wrote. Man, I know what it means. But trust me, when he sings, you have to feel it. Sing for them, Father. I know her, I know her. I know this little girl, her name is Maxine. Her beauty's like a bunch of roses. 
Pretty face and bad character. Them the kind of living can't hold your cup. Follow me. A pretty face and bad character. Them the kind of living can't hold your cup. But where you flirty? Your face is pretty, but your character dirty. Tell you just a act too. Flirty, flirty. You want to come thick and also hurry. And when you find your mistake, you talk about your sorry, sorry, sorry. Come down. Have a cozy kind of wishy jokes and wishy jam. She know about the look like an every money man. Make love with a cozy Chinese white man and Indian. Oh, well, I tell you about this girl. Her name is Maxie. Her beauty is like a bunch of frogs. And if I ever tell you about Maxie, you're gonna say, I don't know what I know. But murder she wrote. 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 Murder Remember that. Question I ask. No, no. Go, go. Lim by lim, we are gonna shut them down, send for the axa, lick out them tongue. Lim by lim, we are gonna cut them down, send for the axa, lick out them tongue. Lim by lim, we are gonna cut them down, send for the axa, lick out them tongue. When see me, 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 see the hit man a come. See me, 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 see me just can't done. See me, 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 see the hit man a come. See me, 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 see me just can't done. Them things say, them things say. Them on the general, them one time, them one time. Look over them funeral, them things say, them things say. Them on, them on, them on, them on, them on, them on. He says, Laddy Daddy, we like to party. We don't cause trouble and we don't bother nobody well. Laddy Daddy, we love to party. We don't cause trouble and we don't bother nobody well. Just so many we out on the mic. The mic, we rock the mic right. Don't want no man on the murder. You and you, man, must stick together. Step up in the life, give thanks to the father. One word, business, it can work on. 
I don't really watch what them want do. Still I got to stick to my girls like glue and time and now play number two. All I know this time is just getting jet. Need a lot of trees up in my head. Got another dancer in my bed to run that real head. Well I'll flick a girl about the road, them got the goody goody. Hunting me up and tell them not to I'm not a woody woody. Front to your back, we are good to keep on up and show me, show me virgin. Them walk give me and me up and talk it, talk it. Hot girls out the road, I said them semi semi. And I tell me, say them have something for gimme, gimme. How much time I like them all, I dream about the jimmy, jimmy. Them a promise and I tell me, say I feel me, feel me. But a promise is a compare to a fool, so cool. But they don't know, say that man, I feel rule, it's cool. When I pet them, just wet them up, just like a fool. When I dig the terrain, we have to use them in tool. But I don't really care what people say. I don't really watch what them want to do. Still, I got to stick to my girls like glue. And I'm not afraid to number two. All I know this time is just getting jet. I lick it boom boom down. Bring me up all through my window So they put me in the back the car at the station From that point I'm gonna reach my destination Where the destination is in the east detention Where the look down my pants, look up my bottom So the farmer, you know, say that I'm a snowman, I go play him I like it boom boom now Take the man that says that I'm a snowman, start somewhere down the lane I like it boom boom now In farmer, you know, say that I'm a snowman, I go play him I like it boom boom now Take the man that says that I'm a snowman, start somewhere down the lane Just do the remix for the podcast. That's what I think we need to do. Remix for the podcast. Um, got me one for you, all, yo. Put me arms right around you. Girl, you give me the tightest hold me ever get into my life. Girl, me just one fist squeeze you. Put me things all around you. Girl, you give me the tightest hold me ever get into my life. Give me that, man. Boom. Me hide him, dry him, me no care. Me take it anytime, anywhere And I just square, say me no fear And as a woman, a man will be there 
Me want the girl who can wipe on me Me want the girl who can take care of me And make me feel it and I reveal it mm, Me have to really squeeze it Girl, me want for you or you Put me on right around you Girl, you give me the tightest hold me ever get in my life Girl, me just want to squeeze you Put me things all around you Girl, you give me the tightest hold me ever get in my life Oh, Lord, like a fast bike on the road Vroom, vroom, vroom Cup on the back, I see a boom, 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 boom Give me the mago, I'm on the fat, coom, coom, coom When it comes to not play, me no play with, mm-mm me out of control, a more fire she wanting a soul. She said more and more and still she grown and still me multiplying. That girl me want for oil, yo. Put me things all around you, girl. You give me the tightest hold me ever get in my life. Girl, me just want to squeeze you, put me things all around you. Girl, you give me the tightest hold me ever get in my life, Beanie Man. Mm. Oh na 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 Oh na 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 Oh na 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 Beanie man what him say It's all about Romy And him big fat sister Naomi What him claim said him no way But him argument show me show me show me <laughs> Big up reggae music Big up the podcast J.R. Perez DJ Oz Let's go One more before we go. You rule you and you come first. Big it up. Big it better. Big it up. Reverse. You rule you and you come first. Big it up. Big it better. Let's go reverse. Any time you come out, yet a fee idle. Haggling sweet up and watch the rain. Up front appearance, look till them clay. Flowers and roses can keep your brain. Big chat no hurt you, sip and them slide. Nothing's a guan, no, you won't find it. Here's the lash of coat and them a fee walk wide. All fruit size, so make a girl criticize. You rule you and you come first. So man, you wanna drink? Sing for them, Tanya. She's a beauty, very special, really and truly. Take good care of me, like it's your duty.
before I get out of here, just one more. One more, and then I'm officially done. So, uh, yeah, man, this kind of like tells it all. Deeply in my soul, always hold my hand in never let me go. Pull up down. Look what he says. I and I carry you, Jaja, deep down in my soul. Always hold my hand and oh Jaja, never let me go. He's saying that, look, wherever you walk, wherever you go, as long as you're holding God's hand, you're going to get through it. So it doesn't matter what you're going through, what's the trial, what's the tribulation, right? You got to have faith, be grounded in reality, and just know that if you're holding somebody's hand, whoever it is that you pray to, whoever it is you walk with, if you walk with them and you hold their hand, you can't miss. Come again. I and I carry you, Chacha, deep down in my soul, so always hold my hand and you know, Chacha, never let me go. I and I walk with you, Chacha, deep down in my soul, always hold my hand and you know, Chacha, never let me go. I and I still walk with a stranger, each and everywhere that I go, I not left for the most high. Each and everywhere that I go, listen what he says. Listen, listen. Could you walk with me? I'm alone, no job. Could you talk with me? You are the reason me not in the daughter market. I really get rich and have tree body God and some big bad dog and I'm here. I can't still have walk with the Savior. Each and everywhere that I go, still not left for the most high. I'm not left for the most high. I still have walk with the Savior. Each and everywhere that I go, still not left King Tafari. Carry Jaja with me, all in the classroom. Me carry Jaja with me, all in in every lane and every crevice and corner. See la see I see my fi me dan dan. From me a little bit a pick me one other, so all when me turn grandfather. I and I still a walk. Pull up that. Listen, fellas, I appreciate you. 100% from the bottom of my soul for letting me do that. Uh, that's just kind of my favorites and uh, 30 minutes of just good vibes. So thanks for having me on the podcast, you guys. I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Come on. Let's go. We are Bliss Radio. Yeah. Yeah. And C-Murder and all them. C-Murder. Yeah. I, He's I, still in prison. I grew up, uh, well... The only reason I found out about Master P and C Murder and the No Limit Soldiers was through my sister. Shout out to my Hello. sister Liz that lives up in New York. Um, we used to have a 98 Camry, Toyota Camry, a black one. And my mom gave that car to my sisters and my sisters kind of like tinted out the windows and put a sound system they in it. They gangsted it. They gangsted it out. And I remember one day she came picking me up. I used to, I used to go to Whitney and, and our rivals were Redwood and I used to... You know, always go to Redwood. We're, we're only the only thing that separated us was the 198, the freeway right here in Visalia. And I walked down there, and she's like, "Where are you at? So I went by your school, and you're not there." And I said, "Oh, I'm at Redwood." She goes, "All right, I'm gonna pick you up. Time to go home." I said, "All right, bet." 
I'm standing right there on Main Street waiting. And I just hear her coming around the so, uh, around the corner, and all you hear is a bad Bobby. The beginning of, uh, I believe, is uh, them jeans by Master P and Silk the Shocker. And I was like, who's this? And she goes, Master P. But here's what you guys don't know. Your mom gave the car to your sister, right? Yes. That's your mom's CD. She got it at the remate, and she left it in the CD player. <laughs> I bet it was. I'm serious. Your mom I, was gangster. I bet it was. I bet it was, <laughs> man. Hey, I was waiting for the cumbia beat to drop <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, episode 17, DJ David D crushed it on that reggae set, man. And I am really, really appreciate that appreciate you dropped you. that. Um, all if, of you guys, if, you, if you guys want an idea on what it was like just watching him do this mix live, it was it was very ad-libbed. He literally described there's a there's a there's a short video on my Instagram. So follow DJ underscore Oz underscore four zero eight, and you will see a little snippet of Davey how he, he the way he's moving around when he mixes. I loved it. I loved it. I appreciate it. You know what it really is is um, so when I said to you guys earlier that music saved my life, it's not a figurative statement. It's not a. Uh, it just sounds cool to say, right? It is a literal. Without reggae music. I don't meet you guys. I don't know you guys. Right? I don't. I don't want to be Debbie Downer, and I don't no, want to no, no, crash this podcast. Not at all. You know, with <laughs> sadness. No. But um, reggae music uh, saved my life. It um, it got me through the darkest times of my life. So that's why when I played that song, um, you know, scriptures rhythm is what it was in Chronics and and. Um, that's what he says. I, and everywhere I go, in every crevice, every lane, and every corner, you know, you you, you got to have something that guides you and helps you. And so reggae music is it. So yes, the passion that you saw is mm-hmm. is my um, my tribute to reggae music. I love that. I love that. That he and again, the reason I said that was because everybody knows and and everybody around here knows, and it's no no hidden secret. I love house music. And I've done so many sets of just none but house music, and I love that all of us have a. What? That's the first time I heard that. Never, I've never heard. You never heard me say that. Never. I've never. It's thought. been a secret. What home. is house music? I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> all the viewers, all the listeners are probably like, "Please don't do another house set, Jair. Please <laughs> do another cumbia set, but not another house set." <laughs> um, no, but it's really cool that you did reggae. I know Oz has done your style of favorite music. I love that. I love that we show that here. And Davey's, again, he's going to be hosting the live Twitch show. Uh, so make sure you guys are uh, looking out for the links and the flyers for that. I was, while you were mixing, mm-hmm. you brought me memories of 2020 when we used to be in your garage. And shout, out to, your, yeah. Yeah. shout you- out to your wife, Myra, for not kicking us out. <laughs> Yeah, she she put up with a lot. <laughs> do you guys know that from, from oh when we gosh. used to do that, we used to do the uh, pandemic live in my garage every Saturday oh. and we'd have different themes, different moments, different genres of music. Yes. The, it was pretty awesome. It, it was awesome. I was telling Oz. No, you weren't uh, telling me. I was looking oh, at yeah, videos. I went, so I went, I went on Facebook. So mm. those videos are still on Facebook. But I was telling Oz, we would, we would communicate with each other the day before. You're not sick? No. You've been sick? No. Because that's true, it was COVID. That's right. <laughs> it was like full deep, blown COVID time. Deep, deep. Nothing was open. Like it yeah. was almost like if you were caught driving, where are you going? What are mm-hmm. you doing? Like, uh. Yeah. So we had to make sure no fevers, no coughs, no yeah. nothing. And because we're going into Davy's space, and and he has his babies there, his grandbabies. Oh, yeah. Um. 
So I remember me and Sal came to the office, picked up some equipment, and we're like, all right, we good, we good. And that morning, again, we all texted each other, we good, we good, you good? Yeah. Let's do it. Um, all right, Davey, what time are we pulling up? He goes, just pull up whenever, brother. All right. We, we would have sometimes six, seven, eight, nine hundred people at one time, thousand people at one time. But it was insanity. The first it one, was. to me, the first one, it felt like we were doing a big event. Like we were like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. we're going to, like, what else do we take? What else do we take? Mm-hmm. Like, what do we need? Like, uplights, let's take uplights, let's take this. And so I was like, nah, I think it's, it's garage is not big. You know, it's, you know, he's going to have his thing. So we took the TV, we took a truss, we took the banner, uh, we took tablets, phones, everything, 12 packs. That was at the time we were, I was drinking, so we, we made sure we had I'm plenty still of drink. drinking. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> we, make, make, we were making quitter. sure. I know, I know. <laughs> no and one I'm, likes a quitter, Jay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, you know the first one that we did was like, oh, we're only gonna go for like two hours. Oh I yeah, think yeah, I went like six hours, seven what? hours. We left. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Sal left. I left. I'm still going. He was still going. It was one a.m. Mm-hmm. and he was, I was still, still going. going. And he still had. Strong 300 viewers. On oh, there. yeah. Oh, and and then it got to the point where we would pick genres. And again, we'd pick themes and we'd have different themes. Uh, you know, summer jams. And <laughs> I did a slow jam night. I did a date night. I did a reggae 101 night. I did a, you know, but 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 for me, it's the stories that yes. go along with the, the, the music and the songs. And that's why I'm excited about the Twitch. Yeah. Because I get a chance to see people and, and um, Twitch and Facebook Live. Facebook We're going to go live, Twitch yeah. and on Facebook Live. But Seeing him do his thing right now, Oz, reminded me. And I know when I was showing you the videos, I was like, bro, it was another level when we were doing it. It was just, it, it was just so, man. It, it, I do, I appreciate it. It, it was, we, we needed that. We really, really needed that. We came through together. We, were, I know we're all, I know everybody across the globe was losing their minds on mm-hmm. what the heck was happening. People would tune in from all over New Orleans Everywhere. and New York. And, and, oh, and wow. they, would, they would say, hey, I'd say, tell me where you're from. Check in. And, oh, yeah. Because once people started sharing it, and then it kind of just took on a life of its own. And then I'd get kicked off, and I'd wait, come back. And this is how I knew at some points it was really good, because they would kick me off, and it would go to zero viewers. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, 20, 50, 100, 200. But it was instant. Yeah. And so I knew that it was something special, you know, and even towards the end of the pandemic, I still did it. Yeah. And I would be out and about like I remember once I was at Lowe's and um, this this lady, she says, hey, are you going to do it tonight? You know, Facebook. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I am actually. And I'm full of dirt. My wife had me planting stuff. You know, I was completely Lowe's out. You know, he was making benches that I'm still waiting on. I sure on. was. <laughs> Sorry, the crickets. I'm out. I'm, I'm out of the business. I'm out of the bench business, man. I'm out of the bench. All I, I got, you that. All I got was this. There's your benches. Yep. There's there my bench. There's your bench. <laughs> Sit on that. <laughs> well, you guys. Thanks, guys. Originally, Davey is from New Orleans, yeah. and for those of you who don't know, I, I, is it okay if I share this of with course. everybody? I don't know what you're going to share, but of course, I've got nothing so, to hide. I've said this before And and I was telling Oz I am truly Truly honored To know This guy right here I I fanboy out And I still tell him This to the day I fanboy out When when I'm around you And mind you We've broken bread So many times together We've driven Hours to LA uh, Had a couple drinks Before And all this And that But when you hear On the radio You hear On a On on a network Hulu and and, and Amazon um, documentaries on how many people he's given back to. And again, it goes back to him saying, I just want to give everybody what I have and more. You gave the start 
to a lot of lot of artists that people don't know. Well, you want, them, you want me to tell you the truth? The truth is, is that it's not that I gave them their start. It's that I recognized that these people had talent and the ability to do it and just no lane to drive to get there, right? They didn't have the opportunity that I had. And I always told myself once, I'll give you a great story. When I lived in New Orleans and um, we did this segment called Bosses Out of Town, and there was a lot of great local talent in New Orleans. And maybe one podcast will get into the whole where Bounce came from, and we'll get into that in another podcast, right? Mm-hmm. We'll, leave, we'll leave some for then. But here, here's what I knew. I knew that there was so much talent in the city, but they didn't have a platform to be heard. And so my goal was always, listen, can I just get real? Yeah, can I get absolutely. honest and can I get that's, real? That's what we do here. Look, I'm a white guy. I worked at a radio station that was, I was the only white boy within 80 blocks at all times when we would go out and we would do appearances and we would do uh, clubs and we would do, and, and so here, here, here's what wound up happening. They, they gave me a key card to get through the front door to go do nights, 6 to 10 p.m. at the radio station, right? But they was not going to let my homeboys come in the front door with me. They just were not going to let that happen. So what I did was... This is in theory. I want you to visualize this. It, 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 although it literally happened, but I said, okay, if they won't let them come through the front door, I'm going to go kick the back door open and let them come through the back door. I needed to get them on. I needed to let them be heard. And once we allowed locals to have a voice in place of, and back then, whoever was hot at the time, that's fine. Because listen, in every city, there is a lot of talent that will never make it on the radio. It's just not, it's not the way it works. But now you've got YouTube and you've got, um, pick something, the SoundCloud yeah. and- TikTok. Right. That's how people get famous now. But back then, it was only the radio, right? There was no internet. There was no MP3s. That's there was right. no cell phones where you could record and post. One of the, oh, this is going to be, wow, oh, Jesus. So there was a song called- Oh my God, because I'm going to get into another 20 minute conversation. That's fine. That's fine. So, so, so look, the, the, the debate in New Orleans about who was the first um, d- 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 song to kick off um, d- the music that put New Orleans on the map, mm-hmm. right? DJ Jimmy had a song called Where They At. And then there was a guy named T.T. Tucker and DJ Irv. And, 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 and the, the, the debate on who was first is irrelevant. But just know that I heard about that song. They used to perform in a club. And they said, you got to go see this guy, T.T. Tucker and, and DJ Herb. And, 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 and it's called Where They At. And, and it's basically a call and response type song. Um, you don't have it? Are you looking for it? I think, uh, that's Jimmy right there. Right. That's Jimmy right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, that just, just play that. Just play that. Just play this thing off right you got dj jimmy in the house tonight so that beat that you hear right there is is called drag rap trigger man right out of new york but new orleans artists took that beat and that's what created bounce this is the beginning of bounce music period the end it's un it's not debatable the j the i the M, the I. So DJ Jimmy, MCT Tucker, DJ Herb. This Trigger Man beat is what put bounce music on the map. That's the end of it. It's not debatable. Atlanta, Memphis, whatever. 
But my point is, is that they told me you've got to hear this guy, T.T. Tucker. He's at this club, hole in the wall club. And, and, and where they at, ho? Where they at, girl? Where they at, girl? Where they at, girl? Where they at, girl? Stick it, baby. Stick it, baby. Stop it right there. You know that song, the comedian, um, 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 I ain't going back and forth with you. Um, I'm living my best life. Oh, I ain't going back and forth with you. Lil Duval. Okay, okay. Listen, I do it, baby. Stick it, baby. He stole that from DJ Jimmy. Oh, Play that again. I'm living my best life. I ain't going back. You got that, Lil Duval? This part right here. Look for that little Duval if you got it. If you got it, it's gonna be amazing. Live him out. There it is. Play it. Oh shit. Now watch. So now watch. He's gonna say, I do it, baby. Stick it, baby. Do it. Watch. He just ripped off DJ Jimmy. 100%. Sorry guys, I got the DJ. Sorry added. everybody, hold on everybody. <laughs> it's coming. Skip and see if you can find it. You got a lot to be smiling for. So what the f you be wild? No, no that's not heat me crack music. That was it, you had it. No, I think that was a that was a remix. Oh, sorry. Anyway, you, if you go back and you want to listen to it, it all comes from New Orleans. Even Beyonce's two out, her last album, not this latest one, but mm -hmm. her last album, there's some bounce music on that, right? Okay, Renaissance, okay. I think it's called. Mm -hmm. Renaissance. But that's a whole nother podcast, you guys, when I can get some music and like play it for you. Yeah, when I can play it for you. But, 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 but I guess my point is, is that for me, I knew all of those guys, Devious, Tucker, Jimmy, I played it all first in Damn. New Orleans at Q93. D not debatable. It is not up for debate. It, it is, is not up for, fact. it is absolute factual. And it's come from artists' mouths. And, and so, unless I'm on this podcast, most people would not know that. Yeah. I don't really talk about it a lot. Mm -hmm. Because I don't do a lot of living in the past, right? I, I, I try to be present at all times and I try to keep moving forward. I remember the past. I'm okay with it. I love it. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful, but I'm just full of gratitude that I got a chance to be part of it, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Totally. I don't hang my hat on it. I don't, that's not the thing I lead with. Well, I played it first. I don't never, ever, you've never and heard yep, me do it. Absolutely. I'm never going to do it. Yeah, this is the first out of the two years I've known you. We never even talked. About it. This, is, this is brand new information to me. If JR don't bring it up, I don't talk about it. That's it. That's and the I way it goes. It, I bring it up just because I'm like, yo, this is like so cool. Like he's done this yeah. and being around him and just learning from you yeah, all man. the time, brother. I'm always learning from you. Like I, I was just telling us, I'm like, I don't know everything. I don't know. I'm not going to ever say Nor I do know. I. Nor do I. So we're always learning from Whoa, each other. That's the whole point. That yeah. goes back to the beginning of the interview. Yeah, right. Man. If you don't learn from one another. Right. If you don't give it back and learn give as you're it doing it, because look, selfishly and again, not literally taking advantage of someone, right. but I try to get from somebody like I hope they're getting from me. I want to receive as much as I'm giving, but I'd rather give and serve than receive. See. Look what my dad would say. He would say, son, don't do something for someone and expect anything in return. 
Because then when it does come and the blessings happen, they'll be that much sweeter, right? We put our faith in people and they're always going to let us down. And I'm talking about if we're being honest with one another, our spouses, Mm -hmm. our family, our children, right? We put our faith in people and then they let us down. Can't throw them away. Can't get rid of them. It's family. It is what it is. However, when you start putting it in yourself, it eliminates being let down. It eliminates people not doing what you would like for them to do. So have no expectations when you, I was, I was, I was 12, 13. We're walking into a restaurant called Morrison's and there was a lady and she was handing a $5 bill to a homeless guy in New Orleans. And my dad said, come here and let's watch this together. And the lady is handing him the money and right before she gave it to him, she snatched it back and started lecturing him about what to do and not to do with the money. Don't buy alcohol. Don't buy drugs. Go buy food. She was telling him what to do with the money. And that guy was like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm going to go get something to eat. Yes, ma'am. And my dad said, don't take it. Watch this happen, boy. And he took the money, the guy, the lady says, okay. And she went on about her business. And the lady left, went in the restaurant. She was in front of us. Mm -hmm. And we watched that guy go straight (laughs) to the time saver, which is like a circle K back home. Uh And he walked smooth out with a 40. (laughs) And my dad said to me, son, do not give something to someone and have expectations about what they're going to do with the blessing that you gave them. Mm-hmm. Give it and know that you did the right thing. What they do with it is their business. Or or don't give it to them if you're worried about what they'll do. My life has just been lessons, little nuggets of lessons my whole entire life. But I've applied that to my craft. I've applied that to DJing. I've applied that to events and radio and hosting. All of those things are just little pieces and snippets of my life. It's no different than if someone requests a song right. and I think it's not a good song and it's not going to be good for the dance floor. Mm-hmm. I have the choice to play it or not to play it. But I can't play it and be angry if it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I have to play it and hope that it works. <laughs> right? That's exactly. absolutely so, right. So, yeah, man. yeah, man. I, I uh, knew, Yeah, man. Stop. This is all. These are all nuggets, brother. These are all the nuggets that we've been trying to. We want to hear, and this is everything that our listeners want to hear. And baby, aside from music, and aside from events and radio and everything, Mm -hmm. now that summer's here, Mm -hmm. and now that we're we slow down here in the valley, guys, Mm -hmm. it it gets super hot. It's if we wish for sometimes ninety-seven degree weather. When it's 105. That's a cool front. Yeah. 97 will be a cool front. 110. <laughs> Davey, what are you looking forward most to this summer? What are you more excited about to be doing on your weekends? Because we have a few weekends coming off. Yeah. That we're off. We're all off. Mm-hmm. What is it that you're looking forward to the most? Yeah, my family. Yeah. Family I, time. I, I, my family. I have uh, two granddaughters and um, I have a nine-year-old. And um, I miss a lot. I, let, me, let me say this to you. We miss a lot. What, what you guys don't realize is this. When you walk into it, let's, let's just talk weddings for a, a minute. Yeah. When you walk into a venue and it's decorated and beautiful and let's say it's a 3 p.m. I do time, right? And the ceremony kicks off at 3 p.m. Well, what you don't know is there's 
hundreds of hours between the vendors who got ready for that day. But for us, we start three, three and a half hours setting up. So when you walk in and it looks beautiful, a lot of work went into setting up and getting ready. But if it's a Saturday, which nine times out of 10 they are, if your family's got a birthday party or if there's a graduation, do you know how many graduations we miss? Birthday parties, family get togethers. We miss it all because we are at someone else's event. That's right. So I am so looking forward to just being present with my family. And, and, and um, I don't look at the events that I do from a monetary, in other words, a, a being paid standpoint. Mm -hmm. It's good. We all work to be compensated and we need to be compensated to live. It's our job. It's what we do. However, my dad taught me at a very young age that all money is not good money. Mm -hmm. All money's not good money. And yeah, it feels good. It seems to be good. At the time, it is good. But money can never buy you time. And the Correct. time is what's the most valuable. Correct. Right? There's, yeah. a, there's, there's a book. Go ahead. Absolutely. There's a book called Purpose Driven Life. And uh, there's a story, two guys talking, and he says, hey, JR, how you doing? I'm great, Dave. How are you doing? Great. How's Cass? Oh, she's doing great. And, and well, how's Myra? Oh, she's doing great. Yeah, but I don't know, man. There's something off with her, right? And what do you mean, JR? I don't know. Cass is, you know, well, well how's the baby? The baby's good. We just got a new car. We, we, we just remodeled the kitchen. You know, life seems to be great, but there's just something wrong with her. And then Dave says to JR, do, 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 you know, is there problems in your marriage? And absolutely not. He says, do you love her? And, and he says, well, of course. Like Dave says, well, how do you spell love? He says, come on, man. L-O-V-E. <laughs> and he says, no, no, no. It's T-I-M-E. Right? You spell love T-I-M-E. Your children don't want things. They want you. They want to touch your face. Yep. They want to swim. They want to play. They want to do crafts. They want to take a walk. They want your time. So when you invest time, you're showing them that you love them, mm -hmm. right? So I am really looking forward to on a Saturday, instead of getting up, getting the van loaded, mm -hmm. making sure the music's together, making sure the timeline's tight. I am on the phone with JR. Has JR's freaking out going to his event? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting up, making pancakes. Right, yeah. and as simplistic as that sounds, literally, it's all I've been looking forward to. It it really, truly is all I've been looking forward to. Because look, when we get back in the fall, it's gonna be nuts. It is. It is. It's gonna be nuts. It is. Now, summer by the pool, mm -hmm. barbecue. Mm -hmm. What is your go-to barbecue? My like, go what, what is your go-to to put on the grill? Yeah. So listen, I'm not a meat guy. I don't eat steak. I'll eat like a hamburger to a year, right? I'll eat like a bite of a sausage or something. I'm a chicken seafood kind of guy. Okay. Um, so when when I watch when when Sal talks about you know oh man I did a tri tip and <laughs> I don't know what that means <laughs> I don't know how to we call it brine or marinate or yeah. whatever I don't know nothing about all that but I, I'm a I can make bomb tacos when we have a Bliss Events Group Sunday Fun Day uh -huh. I'm gonna do my taco bar. Right, oh, man. Yeah, I'm okay. gonna do my taco bar. But, 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 go ahead. I haven't eaten yet, just so you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> podcast water. is over. We are out of here. Hurry it up. We are gone. Wrap it up. I will say this: Davy will. Davy is the best person to teach you how to eat a crawfish. 
Yeah, I can do that. I've done crawfish I, at home I, for the family. I've never them. had. I eat them. Oh, I do it all. Have you ever eaten a crawfish? Never had. I'm sucking brains out. Oh, I'm going man. hard. Okay, so there's a spot down in San Pedro called the Fish Market. Hello. And they make trays. Like a, so kid you not, tray like this big, Davey? Yeah, like, let's have a moment of silence for San Pedro. Hallelujah, praise Jeezy. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you go. That's good. That's good. The tray, pretty big tray. And they put these garlic breads on top. Say less. Garlic mm. bread. You had me a garlic bread. They put shrimp, potatoes, Dry, onions, bell really. peppers, mm. fish. Dawson. Any type of shrimp you want. Fried shrimp. Stir uh, fry. Uh, bubble gums? Yeah. <laughs> little but, shrimp, big shrimp, little, little shrimp, shrimp. <laughs> garlic shrimp. But it is packed with food. Mm-hmm. Between Sal, myself, and Davey, we couldn't finish that tray. Uh-huh. Well, we got a pound of crawfish, and then we got a pound of uh, popcorn shrimp. Yeah. Good stuff. I never, ever, ever have had a crawfish until Davey was like, You need to get some. We got some crawfish. I was like, How do you eat this? He goes, Like this. He rips them apart. He teaches you. And- Oh. Yeah, they're good, man. But you know that goes back to New Orleans. Here's the thing: I never, and I'm y'all are gonna laugh. I, I never seen a taco truck in my life growing up, <laughs> ever. I didn't know nothing about taco trucks uh-huh. at all, ever. <laughs> and then you know when I first when I first came to the valley, and um, they said, "Oh yeah, the best taco truck is in pick a place, yeah. right?" Um, I was a little, you know, the flies would be on the salsa and stuff. And then it gives after flavor, a while, it gives yeah, it's exactly what I was going to say. Then after a while, you're just like, get out of here, and you keep on scooping. You know what yeah. I mean? I love, so 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 I'm a culture guy, right? I'm, I I love culture, and um, I've backpacked across Jamaica a few times. Oh, I've been shit. to Africa, right, for a month. But I, 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 you know, there was my last time in Jamaica. I just put clothes in my backpack and just went, and and I just kind of. Figured it out. I, you know, I met a few people along the way, and, and um, I just love culture, right? My wife is from Cutler Rossi, right? I, I, I didn't know who Ramon Ayala was. I didn't know <laughs> who Fito was. I didn't, I didn't know any of that stuff. And I don't speak Spanish. I know the music. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I know, right? What's the beep, 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 beep? What's, the name, of what's the name of it? El Sonidero. Guess how I have it in my laptop. Uh-huh. B-E-E-P, B-E-E-P. B-E-E-P song. Beep, beep. <laughs> beep, 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 Honest. That's God's honest truth. But I, I know the music. I love the music. I love cumbia. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of, of that. But when I first started to learn, it reminded me of back in New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's crawfish or food. But I grew up in the city. I grew up on Fats Domino. I grew up on... You know, uh, the earth, wind, and fire. I grew up on, it, it, you know, that's kind of funny. Um, we'll segue from crawfish into culture, going back to what made me who I am. On Saturday mornings, I remember waking up and and just being driven to the TV to watch Soul Train, right? For me, Soul Train was <sighs> next to wrestling. Right okay. when I was a kid, right mid south wrestling back home in New Orleans, I would watch wrestling, and then I would watch Soul Train. My sister is three years older than me, so I grew up loving Journey and Foghat and 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 uh, Fleetwood Mac and Ozzy and and Foreigner and and um, my dad was a Rat Pack guy, right? Oh, wow. Dinah Washington. Dean Martin, uh, Matt, my dad, my dad loved country, Hank Williams Sr. and Mac Davis. And so I grew up listening to all music, 
right? So my foundation was rock, classic rock, Montrose, uh, Led Zeppelin. I loved it. I knew it. I still love it and, and know it. But when I heard Teddy Pendergrass for the first time, or I heard Levert or Earth, Wind and Fire, Lenny Williams, girl, you know, I, I, I love you. Oh, it wow. spoke to my soul. So R&B was what lit my fire. And then I was just at the age when hip hop was created, right? I mean, I'm, I'm 52. So I was there when hip hop started. And, and, and so that's what motivated and drove me is, is, is hip hop and R&B. Although I knew the other stuff as well, right? I love Merle Haggard, love him. I love Alan Jackson. Right, I love Johnny my Cash. My mama says that that's my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> she says that's your dad. She doesn't know. She doesn't know that much English, but she knows Alan Jackson is my dad. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, you know, musically, and I think it goes to all of us. We all love music. It's why we do what we do. That's why this podcast exists. This is not. Listen, you guys. I know this is probably the most story-driven emotional podcast that you've done oh yeah right absolutely uh, hands down, it right? is. Hands down. But, but 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 music is what this podcast was born because of music yes yeah. that's what this is about it's about vibe people listening at work working out driving take it with you vacation tune it on house mix old school mix right uh, as you did a, a set when i was here one time with the whole Jenny's on a vacation, and oh, yeah. you know that, that, that was unbelievable. It was a 10. great, 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 great episode. I love all that stuff, right? I love Fat Bottom Girls, Queen. I love. Come on, man! I think you might have played the Joker, right? Yeah. I think yeah. you know you, you. It was just great stuff. But that's the versatility of of everyone here at Bliss. Yes. Well, a little, a little bit of everything. Right, the, the reggae set I just did, and again, let me just say for the record, I'm not saying this uh, to 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 undermine what I just did. I'm just do it. Oh. I had to play it. Yep. I, I did not play this one this week. I should have played this one this weekend, guys. You gonna take me? Oh yeah, fat bottom girls, you make the rocking. Great song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but but look i think the, the the beauty of what we do is is that there's a little bit of everything for just about everybody and and again i don't want to undermine what i just did i think people get so no i don't think let me not spare no one's feelings i think people get so caught up on trying to be better than the next guy instead of being different exactly you be different that's cool that's what makes it awesome to set yourself apart from cut through stand out from that's different mm -hmm. than being better be different but so many people are caught up on being better i'm the best we're the best we've got the best sal cortez who founded bliss along with jr but sal cortez we all would agree yep mm -hmm. is the ceo He's the boss. He, he writes the checks. Yeah. Yes, sir. Sal Cortez said one time to me, if my van got stolen, he said, matter of fact, if all of it burned down, 
And none of us had what we did the last weekend of an event. And we used borrowed equipment that we could go make it happen. Because it's who we are and what we are, not what we have and what we've done. My pastor said to me one time, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always have what you've always had. And if you want more and different in life, you have to do it differently. Yep. Right? And we, we, we could go back and live in every event that we've done. But if we only had rented speakers, we could still pull it off because it's what's coming through the speakers that matters. Exactly. Not the speakers, but some people are call. I got the best speakers in the world. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, it's true to <laughs> fact. I mean, we're using these dentists. These dentists here are like... They're not brand new, brand new. This year's model. This mixer is not this year's model or the latest Pioneer mixer. And only because I don't want to update. I don't want a new new set of equipment. I love what I have and I rely on my skills and I'll go to the next Denon's or the next Pioneer, whatever it is that you have, the lowest end mixer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I will do what I do. Proven it, fact, because again, my 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 uh, music got all my craze got all messed up the couple, last couple of weeks, and I've been playing at random just by what I was feeling. Yes, I put it all in a crate so I don't get lost in my thought or, or my transitions, mm-hmm. but that crate is is generated moments before I start mixing, mm-hmm. and it's just off of that. And I don't even I didn't even stick to more than four songs on that crate. I, I remember my last mix episode uh, sixteen. So, but but it's because you have it inside of you. Exactly. Right? There was an episode of uh, Scared Straight. I was young, man. I remember when Scared Straight first happened. You know that show, Scared Straight, when they bring yeah. the kids in, like from juvenile hall into the big prisons. Oh and yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> and try to scare them straight. Was, yes, dude. <laughs> Bubba came out. And he 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 says um, to the little dude. He says, uh, you know, run those shoes, punk. Give me those shoes. And the kid just kicked off his shoes, you know, and he gave them to him. And he says. Uh, you want these shoes back? You know, and the kids just kind of looking at him. And the lesson that he wound up teaching him is this, is that I can take anything from you I want. You could never stop me. I could take your, I could take your possessions. He said, I could take your life if I wanted to. He said, but then he asked the kid, what's two plus two? The kid was like, four. <laughs> and you know, what's five plus five? Ten. And the guy says, give me that. And then the kid's face was like, what? And he goes, give it to me. Give me that four. Give me that ten. And the light bulb kind of went off for the kid. And he says, no one can ever take your, your knowledge. Don't get caught up in material things. Don't get caught up in what kind of shoes yep. you wear. What kind of, you know, the big joke around my house is I wear the same thing all the time. Because I would rather give and buy for my family. I'd rather my girls, you know, be, be, be where they want to be and have what they want to have. I'm not really into fashion. Mm-hmm. I don't really need it at all. But when the lights, when the lights go down <laughs> in the city. Yeah, see, look at, I bet you, I would be willing to bet live on this podcast oh boy. that there is probably nothing you could play. That I wouldn't know as far as this or, right, don't go side B of, but there's probably <laughs> nothing you could play that I oh, wouldn't know. of course. Know. And the reason is, is because music literally is my life. And that is freaking awesome. Is my life. Yep. Not just because I do radio no. and not just because I, I mix and I, and that's why I say, and I'm going to reiterate it one more time. Don't be great at one thing. 
be good at many things. Everyone's replaceable, but not everyone's expendable. When you work for a company and you can open and close, you can do customer service, you can make the coffee because the front desk girl is not in yet, but you got to make the coffee because the CEO is on the way. The, the, the cleanup crew didn't make it in because they had a flat tire, but the garbage cans need to be emptied before the start of the next day. Right. My point is, is that when you're that person and your boss or whoever can depend on you to do a little bit of everything mm-hmm. and it comes time for budget cuts or man, hey, the, the blank hit the fan yep. and we got to let five people go and they start going through names, your name is always going to come up. Hey, but they can, they can do this and do that. But we got to get rid of the garbage guy. You're absolutely correct on that. I shout out to Angel Gonzalez from Bakersfield, manager and mentor. Uh, I got my work ethic through my mom and, and from my dad, but mostly from my mom. But Angel showed me how to definitely take it to another level, and he gave me that advice. He, he I that was I worked at a restaurant called Big Bubba's here, and it was my first actual paycheck job. Because other than that, I used to work for family. Like my mom had their own business at the swap meet, and so did my dad. Um, we've all we've all done that, but that was my first paying job where I had to take orders from from actual boss. And he tells me he he, he saw that I had the ethic to work, and he started putting me to do busing. Right. Started telling me to do hey go go do the janitorial stuff. And at the time, I was learning how to cook. I didn't know how to cook. I told him straight up when I got hired. I'm like, dude, if you tell me to cook water, I'm going to burn it. <laughs> and I burn was water. really, really honest with him. And he told me, he was showing me everything. And at the end, hey, Junior, you're 21, right? And I said, yeah. He goes, so-and-so called out. Can you handle the bar for the first three hours? I'm going to try to do it. But can you, I have a conference call. Can you, can you handle the bar? For the next two hours, I said, absolutely. I knew how to make drinks. I knew how to pour beer. I knew how to place orders. I knew how to put the description of what the customer actually wanted. One day, can you serve tables? We're short on staff and there's too many people in the kitchen. I said, sure, I'll give it a shot. Same thing. It was over and over. And like Davey said, during July, it was our slow month and there was cuts Hours were being cut. People that have been there for so many years, their mm-hmm. hours were being cut. I had only been there maybe six months. But in those six months, I got to learn how to bartend, how to clean the restrooms, mm-hmm. mop the restaurant, how to wash dishes, how to take orders, how to do inventory, how to do all that. And in the six months that I was there, I had a full schedule because he taught me how to do that and but when was, they made the cuts you made the cut i made the cut right and I you know made the cut and, and and people need to have that drive and i asked him i was like yo so-and-so has been here for a long longer like you sure you don't want to give them the the time he goes hey i gave them the opportunity to mm-hmm. learn what you went out there and actually learned mm-hmm. and davy's absolutely correct advantage so instead of being in in, in, in yeah not instead of being right but to um, to reiterate what you just said, here's the difference, right? The difference is, is that most people who think they're in a position of not just authority or the position of seniority 
right? They would never do those jobs. Correct. Because their ego won't allow them to do it. Absolutely. Take it back to the beginning of this podcast. You have to be okay with being who you are and not who you think or you have become. You got to be okay. You're not supposed to ask someone to do something that you wouldn't do yourself. I was watching this interview recently. This is real recent. And I want to say it was not John Sally, some ex-NBA guy. He was roommates with, you know, the Fawcett people. Is it Kohler? C-H, you know, um, Cole or Kohler? Something like that, It's yeah. the big Fawcett thing, the bathroom furniture uh -huh. and faucets and drains and stuff, right? right? Um, he was his roommate, the, the son of that company. The, the, the grandpa and his dad founded that company, you know, worth hundreds of millions of dollars, right? They're worldwide. Yeah. And after college, he says, man, you're going to go start working for your parents. And he says, no. I, I, and they went to a really good school. When he graduated college, he had to go be a plumber. His, his, his dad and his grandpa made him become a plumber first before he could take over the company. And my guy was like, wait, what? You've got to be a plumber? And he says, absolutely. My dad said, so that when an invoice comes in and I'm sitting at the top of the food chain, I need to know where 32 pieces of copper fittings go, came from, and how much it cost. And I need to know that when I purchase them to buy them and I distribute them to the workers, where they go, how they use them, how to put them on. So they made him become a plumber first before they let him have the keys to the front door. My, my dad was a sheet metal guy. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting there one day and I remember saying to my dad, hey, one day this is going to be mine, pop. And he says, I will burn this place to the ground before I give you this. You will never take over this business. And I said, what? Come on, pop. And he says, absolutely not. And he said, look at my hands. Look at my arms. He says, I can barely walk hunching over this bench all my life banging on metal, right? And he says, you just can't do this, son. I want you to be better than me. Do it differently than me. And I, again, I've referenced my dad 50 times today, but he, he truly is the one who planted the seeds to allow me to be who and what and where I am today. And you guys, I have no education. Believe me when I tell you, I didn't go to school past high school. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. I'm not the wisest man in the room. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the best mixer. I'm not the best at anything, right? Mm -hmm. So when you say things like, man, we're honored to have you. And you say things like, I learned a lot. And I'm, uh, you say, I'm trying to be more like you. And I appreciate that. But look, whoever you pray to and whoever you give it to and leave it at their feet, um, for me, my faith is um, as steadfast and solid as it's going to be at this moment. But God gets the glory for any and everything that I do, I'm just thankful that I get a chance to be part of it, right? I'm just really, really thankful that I get a chance to sit here and be part of this podcast yeah. and to take advantage of this opportunity for something that you guys built from the ground up. This is your baby. This is, you know, Appreciate that. this is 100%. This is your baby. And Gerald said a long time ago, man, brother, do one, get involved. And I, and, and okay, <laughs> now I can, now that I'm here, I can be honest yeah. with you. Go for it. I put him off on purpose. I put him off on purpose. Oh, yeah, I'm busy. Right. Oh, you want to know why? Because I wanted you guys to live this and breathe this and, 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 and your vision 
Yeah. This is what we're going to do. Oh, I got a great idea. And look, you've done it. When we start doing videos and they yeah. can see this, it's 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 remarkable of what they've accomplished and what they've Man, done. Thank you. That's no, and I'm dead serious no, about you. that. Right? Shout out to Sugar Daddy Sal too, you know. <laughs> Sugar <laughs> Daddy. Sugar Daddy. <laughs> right. So so I, I, honestly, you guys is 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 as excited as you are to have me here. I'm equally, if not more, excited to be asked to be here because just think about it. You guys value for whatever reason who I am, what I've done, how I've done it, 100. what I've accomplished. Yep. Right, and I appreciate, and we haven't even scratched the surface. No, we have not. This no, is we have nothing. not. We, there's definitely going to be more podcasts with Davion yeah. here because we, you guys, there's there's not enough time on this one to cover everything. But Davion, I want to close it out with this one right here. It's a two question. Mm-hmm. In your whole career, mm-hmm. one artist or one person that you would re re interview. And one artist or one person that you would want to interview, dead or alive. Somebody that you would want to go back and redo that interview. And somebody that you would want to interview. Or even, not even interview, but conversate with. Yeah. I, uh... I would want to interview my dad. Of course. Oh, I'd want to interview my dad. That's, that's. I, I, yeah. I, I think I think if I could interview my if I could interview my dad, I would ask him if what I remember and how I've done it is how he taught me and what he intended. Yeah. So if I could interview one person, it wouldn't be an artist. It would be my dad. And if I could do over an interview, um, it would be Ziggy Morley. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because when I met him and I got a chance to interview him, and I've met most of the Marley children. I've, I've interviewed and talked to most of the Marley children. <clears throat> but it would be Ziggy because he's the oldest. And I was so caught up in Ziggy. Right? Remember... Those children didn't get a chance to really have uh, a long relationship with their daddy because he died right. so young. He was 36. Bob Marley died in 1981, right? Mm-hmm. Damian Marley was a boy, like a ba- like a, a, a baby. He was he. They don't know him. They know Bob like. We know Bob through pictures and music and interviews. And, and so I remember when I interviewed Ziggy, I, uh, I tried to, uh, I didn't ask the right questions uh, uh, because they are the closest I'll ever get to Bob. Well, I went to Jamaica and sat on Bob's mausoleum. I've been to his grave. And I remember just sitting there for hours, you know, just kind of reasoning talking with bob spiritually obviously Mm -hmm. but if i could go back and interview ziggy marley i think i would want to know even though he was so young when he passed ziggy was a a boy as well i think ziggy couldn't have been no more than 13 or 14 12 13 14 when when bob died Mm -hmm. but what he remembered and 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 um i do remember a couple of times i've asked those the marley boys 
what's it like when people tell you who your father was to them? Here's a great story. I have a tattoo of Bob on my left arm. Kamani Marley has a tattoo of Bob on his right arm. And one day in SAC, Kamani came, I hosted the show, I was talking to him, I had a tank top on, he saw my tattoo, we got to talking, and um, I said, man, I, I loved your father. You know, he, 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 look at, I've got him on my, I've got Bob on my body twice. My son's named Marley after Bob, right? Um, anyway, we were talking and, and, and um, he says to me, he says, uh, I said, but, but my tattoo is better. And come on, he says, come on, man, look at mine. And I said, nah, listen, seriously, my tattoo is better. And Kamani Marley said to me, yeah, but he was my father. But the way he said it was as if my daddy wasn't of significance. And I remember snapping at him and saying, yo, 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 I had a great father too. Don't, don't get crazy. And he realized that he, he, he st stepped on my toes, right? And, and, and he jumped up and he says, I didn't mean no disrespect. Wow. I'm sure your father was great, mm -hmm. a great man. And I, I know what he was saying. We were battling about tattoos, but to one up me, he said, but Bob was my dad. And I said, but, but I had a great dad too, right? Mm -hmm. And so that was a great moment for me because it's the closest you're ever going to get to someone physically who's to, 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 to that, that close to Bob. Right? Mm -hmm. And then and then one more, and then I'm going to shut up. <laughs> we went to a Bob Marley festival in Houston. And we were sitting there, and I turned around. There was a backstage area. I turned around, and there was a, a woman standing on the other side, the backstage side of a barricade. And I said, that's Bob Marley's mom. And my people were like, yeah, right. I said, no, 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 man. That's Mama Booker. I'm telling you, that's Bob Marley's mom. And I jumped up and I just started walking towards her. And probably she was all by herself, just on that, just standing at the, looking at the people. And as I walked towards her, I was probably 20 feet from her. And it was just this aura, this thing, this vibe. And I just started crying. And I got to her. And as soon as I got to the fence, I said, Mama Booker, I love Bob. And she says, yeah, come, 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 Pickney. Pickney is a child, is a kid. Pickney is oh, a wow. patois word for children, for child. Pickney. Come, 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 Pickney. And she took her hands and she just wiped the tears from my face with her hands. She had huge hands. And she wiped my face and she grabbed me by my by my arms right below my shoulders and she says we all love bob my youth my youth is a child is a kid my youth mm -hmm. picnic we all love bob my youth and she says but what's all what is what is this the tattoos and i said yeah that's that's bob mama booker and she says me can see it's bob boy and she says why did you mark up your body and i said but it's bob and she says me not care your body is your temple. And she was scolding me for having tattoos, oh, wow. even though it was her son. Wow. Even though it was her son's face, another man's face on my body, she was scolding me. 
but like a mother scold. Right, she wasn't right. mad at me. She wasn't yelling at me. I didn't <laughs> have to go get punished. But she says, right. you know, don't do this to your body. And I said, but it's Bob Mama Booker. And she says, me can't see, boy. Wow. I can't see it's Bob. And she says, nuff. Nuff means no more, right? Nuff is in you. FF is, 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 is in, that's it. Nuff. And she says, nuff, like stop. And I said, yes, ma'am. And she says, now listen, come so, come close, she said. And I was crying. And she put me in her bosom like she, she hugged me and like my head was in her chest. And for a split second, it was almost, it was almost, it was a magical, it was almost like a unicorn. Like, like you, wow. you, you've never seen a unicorn yeah. before because it's Bob Marley's mom. Hugging now, you. My, yes, comforting me, not hugging me, brother, right. comforting me, like, like literally cradling me in her arms. And then I, she backed me off and she wiped my face again. And she says, now go so and tell the world about Bob. And I said, yes, ma'am. And I turned around and I walked off and I, 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 I remember turning around one more time because I knew I would never see her again. Wow. And I looked back. And she just kind of waved, and I waved, and I and I just sat down. I'm gonna. This is horrible. After telling that story, I think I had like a forty of old E or something. I was, and I just, <laughs> I just drank the whole bottle of oh, old English. I was so nervous, and just it was amazing. It was unbelievable. But wow. that moment I got to share with Bob Marley's mom was was. Was, wasn't pretty magical. It was life-changing. It changed the trajectory of, of my life because that is the closest I will ever have come to Bob, who is next to Christ Jesus and my daddy, the wow. most important human being of my life. That is freaking awesome, man. Right? Bob, Nelson Mandela. I mean, I can give you the long list of people <laughs> right, that are right? on my list of, of people who have influenced me and encouraged me, but but uh, Bob, for sure. Rude boy town, it's Kingston town. This song right here, Davey put me onto this song right here. And it has always been one of my favorites. Ladies and gentlemen, Coffee and Records, episode 17. Yeah, sorry for taking so much no, time. No, not at all, not at all. This one... I hope you guys enjoyed it because we sure did. This was a treat for us. Um, I can't speak for us, but I know for myself, it's always great when I get to talk to Big Brother Davey right here, man. It is. Always great, man. Always great. Thank you so much. It makes me appreciate what I have and what's going on around me, and I appreciate his company. I appreciate his friendship. Um, Episode 17, Coffee and Records, here on Bliss Radio. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram. At the Bliss Events Group, you'll find all of our tags Make sure you guys are following at DJ underscore uh, underscore 408. Make sure you guys are following at DJ DVD Bliss. And make sure you guys are following myself, JR Perez. Make sure you guys are following at DJ Sal Cortez, you guys. Davey, once again, thank you for thank having you, Thank, you, thank, thank you, you for being here with us. Yep. You guys were amazing. Episode 17, Coffee on Records, now on Apple Podcasts, Mixcloud, and on YouTube. Let's go. Pick up yourself. <laughs> Community get washed out by your blood. Start every weekend, same routine. What you function? Come on, come on, let's go. We are Bliss Radio.